Welcome to Maranatha Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Femi Fenoyo. We have joined a series that I've been doing on Maranatha YouTube teaching channel titled The Bible. We have joined the series at the beginning of another season, which we have titled The Story of the Whole Bible. We are continuing on our study on the Bible. You remember the last time we started this wonderful study that we are doing at the moment? We are looking at the story of the whole Bible, and that is what we are dealing with. Okay, we've spent some time to look through all the books of the Bible, and now we are cycling back to actually start talking about the story of the old bible and what we've done is essentially to look at the beginning okay we look at the beginning well we've not really looked at it but we've looked at this chart behind me okay we talk about the beginning we talk about the end and also we talk about the 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 thing in the middle okay and we are now going to settle down to start looking at some of this area in depth we started talking about the book of genesis so let's read the book of genesis should we do that genesis chapter one let's read verses one to three in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the heart was without form and void and what darkness was upon the face of the deep and the spirit of god moved upon the face of the water and god said let there be light and there was light and some of the things that we said the last time is that we're talking about the book of Genesis is the book of beginning. And we was we are telling ourselves that when once there's a beginning, okay, there must of necessity be the beginning of everything that is material. Material things must have a beginning. And if there's a beginning, there must be an end. Okay. <laughs> is that okay? I mean if there's a beginning, there must of necessity be an end of everything. Everything material must have a beginning. Now, nobody will doubt, nobody will question, nobody will argue about the fact of the beginning. What often caused the argument is the what, the how, the when, the where, the why of the beginning. And this is usually what creates the debate, isn't it? How did we get here? Why are we here? And where are we going from here? What happened And this is the type of things that we all debate about. But when we look at the story of the Bible, when we look at the story of the Bible, the Bible is very, very clear in answering this question for us. So we started talking about the beginning and we went back to the book of Genesis because the book of Genesis obviously is the book of beginning. And we said Genesis is the first book of the Bible, obviously, and it's full of beginning, okay? And the Hebrew title for the book of Genesis Genesis, we said the last time is Bereshit, which is actually the three, f- the first three words in our English in the beginning. That is Bereshit, and beginning means the beginning, the the birth, the origin, and that is the meaning of that word Genesis in Greek. Okay, and we say it's a book of beginning. That is the book, the book of Genesis, where we get. The record of the beginning is the foundational book of the Bible. It is the book that unlocks for us the rest of the Bible. The book of Genesis sets the stage for the rest of the Bible, for the rest of the scripture. And the book of Genesis is very, very important because without the foundation of the book of Genesis, the the remainder of the Bible will fall apart. And this is why it is very, very important for us to really, really understand what is going on in this book. So in the book of Genesis, we saw the chronicle of the creation of the world, the creation of the universe, the creation of the heart, the creation of humankind, the creation of all living 
things, and that is very, very, very important. At the book of, as the book of Genesis, it reveals the ageless plan within God's heart to have a people for his own set apart to worship him. And we are going to see how that developed. And we saw that we also said we are going to establish all this, that the book of Genesis also speaks about relationship. It allows the relationship between God and human being, relationship between human being and human being, okay? And that is just a quick whip as it were through some of the things that we were able to establish the last time. Now, we want to really, really start talking about the beginning. We want to start talking about the beginning. We want to go back to the book of Genesis. Look at Genesis chapter 1. Remember what we said that the first 11 chapters in the book of Genesis chapter 1 to 11 lays that's the foundation of the whole of the scripture. Obviously we are going to have to go back to Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to start looking at the beginning. What happened in the beginning? Okay, Because what happened in the beginning also affects what is going to happen in the end. I mean obviously we've talked about the middle over there which we are going to get to by the grace of God. So it's a story, okay? Remember, it is the story of the whole Bible. But before we go back to the book of Genesis chapter 1, I want to ask myself, what makes a good story? Remember, this is a story. It's an epic story that we are dealing with. It's an epic, epic story. It's the story of God himself. And we have to ask ourselves, all of us have like stories. Stories is a very wonderful tool that we use to get people connected with reality. We are in a story. This is an epic story. This is the story of God. What makes a good story. Remember the story we are dealing with, this story, this story we are dealing with, this story of the whole Bible. Remember, this is not a fictional story. It's not a fictional story. It's not a make-believe story. It's not let us, you know, let us assume story. It's not a fiction. This story is a real life true story. You remember most of us now watch what we call reality TV. These are things that you are watching that are happening live. Even though even though we call it reality, there's a lot of artificial input really into a lot of this reality TV. But the most important thing is that you are watching them as they happen. Okay? It is even a bit different from life recording. Reality TV is people are trying to live a normal life in a way. Okay? Because even if you do a, a live recording, people are in the studio, they have studio setup. But in a reality TV, people are trying to live a normal life and camera are all over the place trying to follow them. And But it's something like that. What we are dealing with is a true story. It's an unfolding story. This story is still unfolding. And what is even much more is that you and I, we are essential part of that story. But understand something about that story. And I believe that today, as we look into this chat, and as we particularly look at the beginning, today we begin to see, actually, this is God's story. It's not our story. It's not primarily our story. It's not primarily man's story. Now, we have a role to play. We are, we are character in that story, but it is primarily God's story. But let's ask ourselves, what makes a good story? I'm just talking about story. What makes a good story? Every story has great, terrific, engaging 
beginning. Every group story must have a great, if you, if you are going to be engaged with a book, you, you bought a storybook and you want to be engaged with it, every author of every story knows that the beginning is very, very important. You want to open up the story with the beginning that will get the reader hook on that book. How do you get a great, terrific, engaging beginning? Remember, every story must have a beginning must have a beginning but that the beginning of every story is very very important because the beginning of the story creates question that the readers will want to answer okay you want to open up a book you want to open up a story in such a way that it will hook your readers they will want to turn the page they will want to read through the book and the way to do that is when you open up the book, you want straight away to create a question in the heart of the readers that we want them to want to turn the page and know how was this question answered. Or you want to introduce a key conflict at the beginning of the story so that your reader will begin to think how is this conflict going to play out. So you create question that the reader will want to answer. You introduce key conflict that the reader will want to be resolved. And also at the beginning of the story, you want to introduce your key characters. And it's the same thing, praise the Lord, with the word of God. When you go to the beginning, this story that is written for us in the book of Genesis, at the very onset, Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 to verse 3 that we read, it introduced to us the key character. Uh, and, and bless God, the Lord will have to forgive me for using that word because talking about story. Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 introduced for us the key character in this story. Let's read it again. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 to 3. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The key character in this story is God himself. <laughs> Man was not mentioned here. This, he, it is his story. He is the key player in this story, in the beginning. So right at the beginning of this epic story that is written for us in the beginning, right at this epic story is introduced for us God himself because it is God's story. It is the story of God. In the beginning, God created. I remember what we said. We introduced key character. We introduced question that the readers will want to be to, one answer, or we introduce key conflict that the readers will want resolve. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the and the heart was without form and void, and that introduced what conflict straight away. Why did the earth becomes form? Without form and void, why was darkness upon the face of the deep? And the Bible says, and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the water, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. So the question we are asking ourselves, remember the question we are asking ourselves is, what makes a good story? We are just talking about general story, but also we are looking at God's story, the story that we read in the Bible. Great, engaging, terrific beginning very very important but we see in genesis chapter one the key character and the key conflict that we're going to run through this book what also makes a great story so we talk about a great story that must have what an engaging beginning but also though a great story must do was must have a satisfying and a knockout ending <laughs> 
Hallelujah. A great story must have a beginning and a great story must have a satisfying, a knockout ending. What happened in the end of a story? Okay, what, what do you want to do in the end of the story? Number one is to re- resolve the primary conflict, the conflict that was introduced at the beginning. Okay, we want that conflict to be resolved. Also, we want the end, the end, okay, here. <laughs> And we want the end of the story. We want the end of the story to do what? To land on the final destination. We want there to be a resolution of the conflict that was introduced at the beginning. Okay. We want there to be a resolution of that final um, of that conflict. Also, we want what? Us to be landed at the final destination as we look at the end of the story. So a good story must have a great engaging beginning must have a satisfying and a knockout ending obviously between what because we're talking about the beginning and we're talking about the ending obviously between the beginning and the ending we have the middle so a great story must also have a meaningful and a brilliant middle where what was introduced in the beginning was developed in the middle of the story it must not go to sleep there must be a connection there must not be a disconnection between the beginning and the end the middle actually must connect the story and we are going to look it is very very important that that the tension that that the the motion that was introduced at the beginning of the story must be carried through the middle of the story and must be resolved at the end of the story what make a good story it is the content the dramatic content of the story okay a good story must have great memorable through to life characters okay obviously our great characters was introduced for us in genesis chapter 1 verse 1 but as you go into the body of the story the other characters were introduced, will be introduced into the story. You cannot possibly introduce all the characters at the beginning of the story, okay? So the, the content of the story is very, very important. How that story is developed. Great, memorable, true-to-life character. And when you read the scripture, so in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And as we go through the scripture, we'll begin to see characters introduced to us as this story unfolds. There are some characters in the scripture that are called super, super characters. Okay, You need to understand that characters in the scriptures, I mean in any story, at great level. Okay, there are, there are some people we call extras. Okay, they don't carry any major part. They are just there to fill in the gap. They are just there to fill in the space. They are important. They are important, but you don't know their name. You may not even see their face, or they just walk around, or they just walk by, or or things like that. But they are they are extras, okay? They are there. They are important, but they are characters that are main characters. But also they are supporting characters, okay? So they are characters in this epic story of the Bible. We've looked at the main the main character is God Himself. This is the story of God. This is God's story. This epic story. The Bible is the story of God is about what God, who God is, about what God is doing. But there are people that are called super, super characters in the story. Obviously, starting with Adam. And then 
Abraham, and then Moses, and then David, and then our Lord Jesus Christ. Obviously, our Lord Jesus Christ, the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you go, when you go to the beginning, okay, we are, we are looking at the character as they are introduced to us in the pages of the scripture. Obviously, in the beginning, God. And as you move down the Old Testament to the middle, we see at the beginning, we see Adam obviously, and Eve, and then we see Abraham, and then we see Moses, and then we see David, and then we see our Lord Jesus Christ. The first time when he came, and our Lord Jesus Christ, what, when he's going to come back the second time. Those are the people are called super, super character. Those are junction in this unfolding story that are very going to be very, very important. Obviously, there are other super character. Obviously, I mentioned this super, super but there are other super characters. For example, characters like Isaac and Jacob. Yes, I, I mentioned Adam, and, and I mentioned, after that, I mentioned Abraham. But between Adam and Abraham, you would talk of a character like Noah, isn't it? And between Abraham and Moses, you would talk about other super characters like Isaac, like Jacob, like Joseph. Those are also very, very important super characters. And from Moses, to David, you will talk about other super characters, isn't it? You talk about Joshua, you talk about all the other uh, what you, judges, okay? And also, after David, you talk about other kings, and particularly the group that we call the prophets. And you will talk about individual characters, isn't it? Like Esther, like Nehemiah. And these are all characters that we meet along the journey. And when you go into the New Testament, I know I said I jumped from our Lord Jesus Christ, isn't it? I said from, from the middle as we go, I just jump from the first time of our Lord Jesus Christ and the second coming. Obviously, in the middle of that is the church. Okay? And before the church, obviously, we have major, major characters like, like Peter, like Paul, Stephen. These are characters in the unfolding of the story. But understand that the main character is God himself in the beginning, God. So what makes a good story? We talk about the beginning. The middle and the ending. Now we are talking about the dramatic content. It is you having this great, memorable, and true-to-life character that runs through the story. So in the story of all these super, super, super characters and characters that we read in the scripture, we see the unfolding of the content, the flow of the content of the story of the Bible. It is the story of God. What makes a good story? Also engaging powerful and effective dialogues hallelujah obviously this character they are in a relationship they are in a relationship with god israel is a character in the story they're in a relationship with god they're in a relationship with one another the lord jesus christ is teaching they you know great dialogue and these are going to be important because this dialogue revealed to us the heart of the story and it moves the story along great great dialogue also what makes a good and a great story is great detail immersive great and detailed setting so it is very very important as we'll go through the story and we've mentioned this before the culture the setting Okay, it is important, the political setting, the cultural setting, the religious setting. We've looked at some of these things in the past. These things are important in us being able to understand the story. So we talk about the characters, we talk about the dialogue, we talk about the setting, also the plots and the subplots. This is what makes a good, good story, the plot and the 
and the subplot. We talk about conflict and resolution. We talk about mysteries and revelation. We talk about tension and release. We talk about losses and gains. We talk about setbacks and comebacks, peaks and troughs, suspense, surprise, and controversies. These are the things that makes a good story. And when you read, when you look through the story, you will see all this plot and all these subplots because God has a purpose. What happened to it? How? And there will be plots and subplots, the conflict, the resolution, the mystery, the revelation, the tension, the release, the trough, and the peaks and the setback and the comeback, the losses and the gains, the suspense, the surprises and the controversies. And these are all the things as you read this story. This is the greatest story that was ever told. This is an epic story. You know, there are some stories that are epic. There are some stories that cause across generations that people are still, people still want to watch those films. They still want to read those books. They still want to hear those stories because they have all this essential of what makes a story a great story. The story of the Bible is exciting, okay, because it contains all these essential elements that makes a great story. Amen. A great story must be real. It must be relatable. A great story must be one that we can relate to. It's about people. It's about relationship. It's about their dreams and desire. It's about their love and hate, about their problem and passion, about their losses and gain. It must be relatable. And even though this story, the main character of this story is about God, but it's also about us because God came to us. Okay. God came to us. And we're going to see that as we look through the story, as we look through the book of Genesis. So this is what I want you to see with respect to this story, with respect to the Bible. It is the story of the whole Bible. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That is the connection, isn't it? God created the heavens and the earth. And the Bible says, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and God started speaking, and God started speaking, and God started speaking. Next time, by the grace of God, we are then going to spend a little bit more time, by the grace of God, looking at that beginning. Okay, we have looked at the introduction of the main character. We have looked at all the other super, super characters that are going to come in. We have also mentioned some of the super characters. Okay, we have also looked at some of the things we are going to expect as this story unfolds. And we said that men, most people will not argue about the reality of the beginning because the fact that this is a material world demands that there must be a beginning. Okay? If it's a material world, it must have a beginning. Okay? So many people will not argue about that. What always caused the argument is the who did this? Why are we here? What happened? How did it happen? You know, why are we here? Where are we going? What is going to happen next? And this, those are the, those are the conflict. Those are the, those are the, the question that the story is going to answer for us. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! So I think I'm going to end it on that. And if you are listening to me today, the Bible says, look, there are some, there are some script, there are some scripture in the Bible that actually give us a summary of the story, isn't it? 
John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But in Christ Jesus, God has made a way for us to come back to him. We are talking about the story of the Bible. It's a story of salvation. It's a story of redemption. It's a story of love. It's a story of mercy. It's a story of grace. But it's also a story of conquest. It's also a story of the victory of God but much more than that is the story of God and we are going to explore this story God helping us even in greater depth next time so if you are not born again you need to do that even tonight because the time is short the Lord Jesus Christ will come back again and it's only those that have accepted him as their Lord and Savior that will spend eternity with him. You can bow down your head even tonight and accept him as your Lord and Savior. Believe in the blood and the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess him as your Lord and Savior. Invite him into your heart, into your life. And he will come in and be your God and Savior. He will take the heart of stone out of you. Give you the heart of flesh. He will bring you home as a member of his family. And when all this is over, you will spend eternity with him in the new heaven and the new heart. We sincerely invite you to check out our teachings on YouTube Maranatha Teaching Channel. They will bless you. Thank you.